A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, my friends, the time has come. This insanely discounted introductory offer on the 10-week Naturally Well program has to come to an end. I have been told it is too cheap and I'm hugely undercutting my amazing services. This program does get results. Check out what some people have been saying so far. I watched the module one video, which is, has inspired me to do the vision board. Holy moly, this was such a cathartic experience. I've also started on the deepest desires shopping list, which I've never done anything like before. And wow, who would have thought we can let our imagination go this far? So excited to keep going. And did one of your workouts today, feeling so good afterwards. Another, our call was exactly what I needed to kick myself into gear. So excited. So after midnight this Sunday, August 29th, this deal will be no longer. If you've been thinking of jumping in, now is your time. I won't be extending this any further past this date. And I will only accept a small number of clients in at any time to keep things intimate and supportive. With this current offer, you still also get a complimentary 60-minute Zoom call, another insane inclusion. Together during the call and program, we work together on stress and time management, mindset, identifying what's holding you back, nutrition education, exercise, mindfulness, self-care, mental health support, low-tox living, plus anything else that you need to start leading a happier and healthier life. It's my birthday on the Monday, the first day after this offer ends, and it's actually my gift to start receiving the energy financial exchange this program is worth. So get in quick, my friends. You know what to do. Hit the introductory offer at hayleymore.com forward slash store and use the code intro, I-N-T-R-O. Your discount will still be applied up until Sunday night. It'll take the investment down to just two, two, two. If this is the sign that you need to see today, here it is. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. 
welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back to another episode. I haven't done one like this in a little while, actually, where I'm just speaking to you and giving you guidance and support and teaching you something new. I've done a few in the past couple of weeks uh, with some beautiful meditative like beds in the background and really inspiring and beautiful, calming messages, which I've absolutely loved. And I hope you have too. And they have been like in under 10 minutes. So if you haven't listened back to those episodes, jump back to episode... 47 and 46. Um, And then also I've been doing some really cool interviews, which I've got some more really cool interviews coming up as well, which I love those conversations because we learn so, so much. But as always, I am jumping in with a topic that is close to my heart and something that I feel like that will help you in this current situation. And At the moment, as I'm recording this, it is a Thursday. We are currently, well, I'm in regional Victoria and we're currently, some people are calling it 6.2, some people are calling it 7, (laughs) a lockdown. Um, So this is another messaging, something that you can take on board around that. And it is ways that you can get out yourself out of a rut and jump back onto a path of radiant health. Because I know I know this as a fact. I've been speaking to many of you, been chatting on, you know, during our soul nourishing chats via Zoom. I've been chatting to you through social media, um, through the Naturally Well program and all of the all of the things um, about this. And a lot of us are feeling in a rut at the moment and it is totally okay, and it is totally normal. Um, You know, this is something we haven't experienced before and I don't even want to keep using the word I just used it before, but let's call it LD (laughs) for short, because I feel like it's carrying a lot of anxiety and stigma just around that word. And I just don't want to keep using it. I want to create this space and maintain this space to be a really positive, uplifting and supportive one. Whether you're in the kitchen making, you know, the kids breakfast this morning or making lunches or in the car and having some downtime on your for yourself, you don't want to be hearing that. Um, you know, you've flicked off the news for a reason and flicked onto this podcast. So this is all about positivity and support. So I'm bringing you 10 ways, 10, 10 steps, 10 tricks. Oh, I left my phone on. So if you just heard that text message, I do apologize. Um, 10 ways you can pull yourself out of a rut and start taking steps towards radiant health. I jumped onto my socials, onto my stories on Instagram the other day when I was out walking and I get moments of clarity when I'm out walking. And it was, I was talking about things that we can do. That's going to all the small things that we can do or the, all the things that we can incorporate into our day. So we don't go further down in this rut because, you know, it is 18 months down the track. And for someone who 
kind of threw it, not threw in the towel, but kind of went, I'm just going to do whatever I want in this time. I'm at home. I'm not going to move as much. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to turn to the wine more. I'm going to turn to the sugar more. I'm going to worry about it when we get to the end. I feel like that was very much a mindset at the start. Now, 18 months later, holy moly, you can do a lot in 18 months, a lot of damage, a lot of, um, just a lot of things to your body that is really hard to pull yourself out of. Think of it like a pit, like every day, every week, every month, you're digging that pit with your shovel. Like you're digging that that soil out and you're, you're throwing it back into the ground up above and you're slowly getting you know lower and lower in this pit. And the more you go down into this pit, you're losing sunlight and you're losing warmth and you're losing feel good feelings. And, you know, in this pit is cold, it's damp, it's, you know, it's dark and it, it feels, it feels gross. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the longer we go down into this pit, the harder it is to climb back out of. If we've gone so far over our head, it's really hard to get a grasp of that ground above and pull yourself out. Um, so I'm, I'm teaching you things today to build steps or, you know, create a ladder inside this pit or filling that hole back in with that soil and that dirt. So then you, you, you're, um, alleviating or you're, you're, what's the word? You're pulling yourself back up towards that sky again, towards that, that ground, um, you know, and to jump out and feel good and get that sunshine back onto you, so to speak, and to feel all the feels again, and to really not have that pit be so deep. I'm not saying you even need to jump completely out of it, but just make it less deep and more shallow, easier to get yourself out of. And I'll talk about this as we go along about how to maintain it as well. So you're not constantly digging, constantly, you know, filling that hole back in and digging deeper then filling that hole back in and digging deeper. And it's just this constant like roller coaster that's happening because the life that we're leading at the moment, uh, it's very evident that it is, it's one that we have to live with and manage. And that old mindset of, I'm just going to worry about it later is, you know, it might not be the way to go now. It definitely was back in the day when we thought we we're in this for six weeks. Now we're a lot further down the track. And, you know, if we have this mindset, it's going to it's going to create a lot more, um, a lot more work, a lot more heartache, a lot more, you know, disappointing moments of trying to get yourself back out of again. So with these steps, they're very clear. They're very easy to follow. They're a lot of like ways to take the pressure off yourself and to slowly dig yourself out of this pit. So number one is identify and accept where you're at. If you've ever had someone knock on your door, a salesperson knock on your door, or you know some someone of a certain religion knocking on your door, and you're not ready to hear it, you kind of slam the door. Um, if you're if someone's bound, you know pounding on your door to be like, you know, you've got to make these changes and you've got to do this. And why don't you just start doing this? If you're not ready, you're going to shut that door. You're not going to be ready for it. Um, you know, you've got to, first of all, you've got to identify and accept it where you're at. I always say, I always wait for whether it's a client, a friend, a family member to come forward to ask for help, I never put it on anyone. I accept everyone for who they are and what they're doing and the choices that they make. But the moment they ask for help and ask for support, then I'm like, yes, <laughs> like kind of clap my hands together going amazing. Like you've come to that realization. You've come to that acceptance where you do need to make some changes. Before that, you are not ready. 
But if you've tuned into this episode today because you're like far out, yes, I am in a rut and I really need to try and pull myself out of it, then you have identified it Um, and you need to now accept it and go, all right, I am where I am um, and I have, you know, I've not only got myself to blame, but I've made those decisions to lead me where I am today. We make you know, our life right now in this very moment is a culmination of decisions we've made in the last hour, the last day, the last week, months, years, so on. Um, so where you are right now is a culmination of decisions that you've made. So then you can start asking yourself, what has led you to this point? What does your life currently look like? What it is and what is it that you want to improve and mend? So really just taking an inventory and looking back on it okay, I accept where I am and that is okay. I accept that I feel sluggish. I accept that I feel low mood. I accept that I feel the way that I feel in my clothes. I accept the, you know, the, the moods that I'm in around my kids because I've made those decisions to lead me here. I mean, yes, there are external decisions made for us at the moment, which does impact us, but ultimately we still have a decision on our own life and in our own homes and in our own health and in our own body. We still have those decisions. No one makes that for us. So identifying it, what has led you here? Probably a lot of decisions inside our current environment has led you here. Whether that's, I've chosen to eat late at night, right up until 10 o'clock for the last six months. Whether that's, I've turned to sugar a heck of a lot more. I have snacked so much more. I've chosen to sit on the couch rather than taking a walk. You know, all of these things. And I know that life has been, you know, extra challenging at the moment, particularly with daycare, particularly with these playgrounds that are closed and all of those things. There are more challenges, but there's also decisions and things that we can work around that as well. So yeah, looking at it, what, what, how is your life come to where it is right now? And what are those decisions? Because identifying it first and accepting it is really, really important. You've got to know what has led you here. What are those patterns? What are those decisions? What are those new formed habits that you've created that you once didn't have? Like really just taking a step back and looking at it and seeing exactly where you are. Like, what is it that you're feeling right now? You know, have you gained weight? Have you, you know, like I was saying, you've turned to the food, you've stress eaten, you've got, you've felt that emotional, you know, more emotional, um, dependent on dependence on food, whether you have skipped your workout because you just lost all motivation. You just wanted to give up whatever it is. Take that inventory now, identify and accept it because it's totally okay. Accepting it is the biggest thing, I think, because you're like, yes, I accept that. I accept that I am the person I am today because of the decisions I made. Let's accept it and then let's move on and let's do something about it. Love, love, love that one. Number two is make a list of all the small things that you would like to now change. So going back to number one, so whether it's your energy levels, your mood, your nutrition habits, your movement, whether it's an increase in alcohol, sugar consumption, whatever it is that you're feeling, what are all the things that you would like to make a change on? Some things you might not want to change everything completely, but just make a thing, um, actually make a list of everything and then we're going to start small with it. So make a list of all the, the feelings and all the things that you would like to change and you would like to mend. Um, uh, and I'll go into the next one. Um, it's hard. These are all like really flowing to each other. So I'm trying not to like skip ahead on this, but yeah, starting small, making that list and just thinking about all the things that you would like to then turn back, um, 
and get to the, you know, turn back. Maybe if it's looking back at 18 months time, what were the things that you were doing then that felt really good maybe? And then, but then all the things that you've now created as a new habit, um, because I feel like there is a past life and there is a current life and past life BC before COVID that it was a very different life. And then this is a current life, but it is all okay. Going back to number one, identifying, and accepting it. It's okay. It's totally okay. Now, number two, making a list, looking at it a little deeper. Now, what are the things that you want to change? You've identified it. Now you want to actually make a list, all of the things that you would like to change. Going into number three, which I was trying not to say just then because it just flows straight into it. Start visualizing. Visualization is so, so freaking powerful. When we get our imagination on board and when we close our eyes, and I'm closing my eyes right now, and taking a few deep breaths and allowing our imagination to take over, this is where the power is at. This is where you can start identifying and actually visualizing and our body doesn't know the difference between sometimes imagination and real life. So if we imagine imagine things so much, like every day, and we start visualizing them and start actually feeling, like if you, right now, if you close your eyes and think about a beautiful ocean in front of you, you can hear the waves crashing onto the sand. You can hear the, the sound of those palm trees in your ears. Um, you can hear the sound of um, the birds flying over, you look up and you can feel the sun touching your cheeks. Like you feel so warm. It's cold outside right now, but right now I feel warm. Just thinking about that. Like I'm visualizing my heart rate is increasing. I'm thinking, Oh my goodness, that feels so exciting to me right now. Um, when we start visualizing, we get, we can get into that fantasy state and it is such a beautiful, beautiful place to be. It doesn't mean it's unrealistic and it's like you've got the, your head in the clouds. Like I'm just not going to conjure up some life that's so far out of reach for me right now. I mean, going to the beach and having a beach holiday, you can argue is out of reach. But that when we drop into our imagination and our vision, we start visualizing the life that we want to lead, like the mental shifts happen. When we start doing it every day, we start believing in it. We start getting the confidence about it. And we start then having those habits. We start forming those habits to start living that life, like working towards that. So visualization, start thinking about the life you want to live with the things that you just, the list that you just made in number two. So think about what life looks like that you're not consuming all that sugar and you feel like shit. What does life look like that you're not reaching for the wine every night? Maybe you're reaching for a herbal tea and that actually feels good. Right now it might not feel good. You might still want the wine. But, you know, in a life not so far in the in the near distant future, what does that look like? How does that feel in your body? What does it look like to feel the sweat on your skin? You feel energy after that workout. What does it look like to wake up in the morning and, you know, pour yourself a beautiful lemon water and have a nourishing breakfast and be really present with the kids, you know, and just really looking at the positive side of things. How does that look when you're nourishing your body at lunchtime and how does your tummy feel? You're not bloated and, um, feeling all lethargic. You actually feel energy and you feel good for the afternoon ahead. You know, what does that look like? Start visualizing and physically closing your eyes, whether that's, you know, a moment that you have to yourself in bed or in your bathroom or wherever it is, you can get a moment of solace, um, where, whatever that looks like, um, for you to get that moment where you can just take some time for you start visualizing it. What does it actually look like when we get crystal clear on what it is, what we want, then we can start moving forward. 
So now we have that list and you can actually start adding to that list as well. Even at the bottom of that list, you can actually start even painting that picture or even writing out the things that you saw just then in your visualization. That's really nice. Um, Inside the program, we talk about uh, vision boards and I get you doing what's called a deepest desires shopping list. And we really look at what um, success looks like for you and really creating that dream, that dream day, that perfect ideal day, um, which really, really helps get crystal clear. So if you need more on that, jump into that for sure. Um, So number four is start small. So when you've had that list and you really look at it and you've done the visualization, maybe you've added to it and you've got, um, you know, more of a picture, this is where you start implementing and start small and not getting so overwhelmed and going, oh my gosh, I can't like overhaul myself right now. Like I don't even know where to start. And I'll talk about this, how you can get support later on. But right now I just want you to start small, whether it is having, you know, one row of chocolate rather than three and and then you know folding over the packet after you finish that and putting it out of sight or putting it up in the cupboard whatever it is maybe it's um increasing your water consumption because you really let that go particularly wearing masks you know a lot of us are letting that go at the moment we're forgetting to drink water maybe it's you know increasing that water that water consumption Maybe it's swapping out one meal a day, one snack a day into something a little bit more nourishing. Maybe it's having a half a... Oops, I just just lost my microphone. I was getting very intense with that. Um, whether it is um, the, the half a glass of wine at night rather than the full glass or the second glass. Like this is what I mean, starting small of just pulling back slightly and then doing things in a more gradual way. Whether you're walking two times a week, upping that to three, four, five, like it feels good to get out walking and just starting with, you know, the extra steps, um, the, the less sugar that we've spoken about, um, just working your way up. I love the biggest thing I always like suggest people do is, is do one thing in the morning when you first wake up. And that might be something like lemon water. It might be even having a big jug of water before you have your coffee. A lot of us wake up in a, well, we wake up in a dehydrated state because we're not drinking at night. When we first turn to coffee, that dehydrates us even more. We're setting ourselves up in a state of dehydration, which is going to lead to, you know, those habits throughout the day of craving more sugar, craving of the, the crappy foods and not getting that water in. It just, you know, the bad digestion, the energy levels, like it comes so you can really pull things back and start small and so simple as something as water. Water is life. Like it actually is. If you increase, I've got water in front of me right now. If you increase and did another bottle of water, another glass of water every single day, you would notice a difference, honestly. Like even just in your skin and your complexion and your energy and just digestion and everything. And it can be that small that small. Like I said, it's not completely putting away that block of chocolate. If sugar is your vice at the moment, it's just pulling back. And it's like quitting smoking. You're pulling back, you're pulling back, you're pulling back until eventually you're teaching your body that you don't need it. Um, when you are waking up um, and you know jump straight into the coffee, for example, your body is so programmed to need that for energy that it's not producing its own energy systems because it knows it's going to get coffee as soon as you wake up in the morning. So even just pulling back um, and then having that water first, knowing that, yeah, okay, I'm going to hydrate myself. That's going to be my energy source. And then the coffee, maybe even push it back a little bit later on in the day um, or in the morning. uh, And then teaching your body to start producing energy on its own. And then that coffee is a nice, beautiful compliment. I love my coffee just like everyone else. Number five is be kind to yourself. Take the pressure off. If you're already feeling overwhelmed of what I've said so far, right up until step four, um, is 
you know, really take that pressure off, be kind to yourself um, and really just going back to that list, knowing what it is, going back to that visualization every day, starting small and making those small little changes. Even if you did one thing every day for a week and then next week you did two things and then the next week after that you did three things and the next week after that you did four things. Like that's what I mean, just really taking that pressure off. Be kind to yourself, telling yourself every day, I choose to be kind to myself today. I choose to take the pressure off today and I'll do, I will be led by what my body and mind needs. Um, I will start small. I will start implementing and I will start making healthier choices towards my goals. You know, taking that pressure off instead of going, I have to start my diet today. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to give up the chocolate. I'm not going to have wine tonight. And all those habits that have formed over the 18 months, you know what? I'm just going to flick them off. You know, it might not be realistic. Some people might be the all or nothing approach and that might work well for you, but a lot of people that won't. You'll end up one week down the track and chances are you'll reach a, a weekend and all of those bad habits will come back because you, you're doing it in spite of yourself and because you've just created a really crappy environment for yourself. Um, all right, number six is one of my faves and I really hope it's your faves too, one of your faves too. So number six is start a gratitude practice and it goes, it flows on from five. That's what I mean. These are all flowing on. When you have a gratitude practice, you realize how much you are freaking grateful for. We are sometimes programmed to look at the things that we don't have. Our lack mentality overrides the things that we do have and the things that we're grateful for. So yeah, we we automatically, you know, brush off the things that we have and and we get so focused on the things that we don't have. And it leads to grumpy town. It leads to low moods. It leads to stress. It leads to pressure. It leads to anxiousness. It leads to all of those feels because you're constantly like putting that pressure on yourself. Like I have to do this and I have to be this person and I have to play this role in my life and I have to succeed and I'd have to do this and I've got to get everything done and blah, blah, blah. When you take it back and look at your, you start with a gratitude practice, waking up and being grateful for a comfortable bed that you just slept in last night beautiful sheets, you know, grateful for the partner that you slept next to last night, grateful for the kids running in for a warm embrace, for a cuddle, for a kiss. You're grateful for that first sip of coffee. You're grateful for that lemon water that you've just had beforehand. You're grateful that you got outside for 10 minutes today because yesterday you didn't, you know, be grateful for all these practices that you'll start to, in, to implement. You're grateful for a safe, comfortable home. I mean, I'm grateful for heating right now. It was cold this morning when I woke up and I flicked the heater on and fire out did it feel amazing? I was so grateful for it. I was like, I'm so grateful for my heater. I'm grateful that I can afford the bill of my heater. I am grateful for the sunshine that's flowing into my into my lounge room right now. It's touching my skin and it feels so amazing. I'm grateful for Louis sleeping behind me. He provides me so, so much comfort on the days where my daughter's not here and she's at her dad's house. He provides me so much love and so much support. Dogs do not understand how much that they provide. They are a beacon of love and I freaking have so much gratitude for my dog. I really, really do. Um, he's just like he's just beautiful um and yeah I'm, I'm grateful for him every day um of course all the things like all the love and support when I have my daughter here is just like freaking incredible and I'm grateful for her and her laughs and that you know kids teach you to be grateful really for the small things <laughs> really like they are so grateful for the tiniest of things 
Number seven is let friends and family know what you're doing to help support you. Just reaching out to your friends and family, whether it's your husband and your partner or your kid, no, your kid, you can tell your kids actually, or your, you know, your mom or your friends and just being like, Hey, you know what? I'm choosing to, to, to do a few things that are going to, you know, make me feel better. And I'm choosing to lead a few, you know, I'm choosing to adopt a few more healthier habits and things into my life. Um, you know, I'd love your support on it. Um, if you see me, you know, in a in a bit of a if in a bit of a lump or um you know a bit of a grump, I should say, you know, help you to know, just remind me why I'm why I'm doing this, and you know, I might be you know you know help me hold me accountable for you know that extra glass of wine at night that I I choose not to have, or you know that extra chocolate, and that's not doesn't have to be a negative thing, like just reaching out and just letting people know, and that accountability is so amazing. Like when you tell people, you're kind of cementing it in your own mind that you're doing it. And the more that you tell people, the more you're like, oh, I've got to actually do this because I've just told people and they'll remind you of it um, later on. So you're just reaching out to friends and family and be like, hey, you know what? Just deciding to do this. Love your support on it. Or I'd just like you to hold me accountable on it. Um, I'm, I'm planning to do this and these are my goals and these are the things that I would really like to start implementing. And the number the number eight just flows straight onto that. And that is reach out for help to take you to the next level. Again, with that accountability, but it might be outside your social and family network. So that's great that you've reached out to them, but then you might need help outside of that. Um, whether it looks like something like what I do, coaching is getting, you know, accountability is a big thing for that, really helping you get some ground rules, really seeing what makes you tick, really having a look at your lifestyle, how your day flows, and really looking at like what's holding you back, where do we need to make some changes, just reaching out for that help, just taking that next step up and go, look, I actually really need that that next level help now, like I've made all these changes, but I really need to try and get myself even more out of this rut and on my way to happy town, on my way to healthy town, and you know what? I'm going to reach out, take action, your health investment. When you make an investment into your health, you're 10 times more likely to do it. You're 10 times more likely to be held, you know, held yourself accountable, really. Even if someone's holding you accountable, you will hold yourself to accountability um, when you've reached out and outsourced something. Um, All right. Number nine is check in regularly and celebrate the wins. This is massive and it goes back into gratitude as well. Check in regularly. Um, It's so easy for us to accomplish goals these these days and just move on to the next thing and go, well, I got that. What's the next? What's next? I got there. What's next? Like, you know, really stop and really check in and go, oh my goodness. Like, I've created this habit for the, for a week now. Like I feel so good that I've had an extra liter of water a day far out. I feel good. And really acknowledging that and looking at going, my skin even feels good. My energy levels like have increased. Like, wow, like I've, I'm so proud of me. Like go me and just really celebrating those wins. Or I haven't had as much chocolate in the last week. Like that's a win. That doesn't mean you've completely, you know, got it out of your, your nutrition and your diet, but you're celebrating the win of that, that step, that step up that you've made, you know, you've, you've up leveled, you've made changes, you're starting to form habits, you know, celebrate them and say, yes, like go me. Amazing. Like celebrate you, celebrate it and then move on to the next thing and then add to it, then up level, then all of those things. And then going back to the gratitude, just make sure you're having that gratitude for it every day. 
So I love this one as well. And it is the last one. Number 10 is turn your newfound habits into daily non-negotiables. So just like putting on a seatbelt or brushing your teeth, it feels weird if you don't do them. So these things that you've now done, just say we're a month down the track, just say we're three months down the track and those things that you never did before. And then now you're doing them like they're, they're now becoming habits. So whether it looks like you're now doing that lemon water in the morning, you're now doing that increase of water. You're now moving five days a week instead of three. You're now doing all these things that it actually feels weird if you don't do them now because you've been doing them for so long. Some might drop off, some might not sit well with you, but the ones that really dig deep into your into your like new routine, they're the ones that are now your your thing. That's now you. Like that is part of your daily routine. For example, two things I can tell you, and I keep talking about this lemon water, but it's so it's just so powerful, um, is, uh, is I do that every day without thinking about it. I've done it for 10 years. Someone asked me the other day, I've actually done that for 10 years. I looked back on it. I've been doing this for 10 years. I don't think twice about it. When I'm when I'm out and about, I make sure I always have lemons and I always wake up. And it's the first thing I do, whether I'm in a motel, um, whether I'm out on holidays, whether I'm at someone else's house, whether I'm at my mom's house, whether, wherever I am, I still do it. I carry a lemon in my handbag. Um, so I, I always do it. And I just, I don't even think twice about it. Just do it. Another thing is b- dry body brushing been also doing that for equally as long. I could quite happily say 10 years also. I've been doing it for a very, very long time. I don't even think about it. I turn the shower water on, I get undressed and I grab my body brush and I body brush my body every single day without fail. So many health benefits like circulation and lymphatic drainage and like um, cellulite um, reduction and things like that with dry body brushing. And I love it. it just becomes, it becomes the norm. So these are the things that now become your norm. So when, so you're now maintaining them, these now become your everyday. So when you do fall in a little heap again, or you do dig that hole and you feel yourself in a rut, you're not going to climb out so far. You're not going to get yourself so deep because you've created these beautiful new habits that will make sure and ensure that you aren't digging deep into that rut. Does that make sense? So you're not right now, you might be really deep in that, that pit, but these habits are slowly rising you to the surface. Then when you feel like you're in a rut again, it might not be as deep because you've got all these go-to things that you're doing without even thinking about them. So then when you need to pull yourself up, you need to tighten things up. You need to rein things in. You're feeling really good. You're feeling like you want to up level it even more and step up. Then you're not stepping up. You can jump out of that pit very easily, probably with just one leap rather than needing a ladder. So I really hope that makes sense. Um, I I think they are really, really easy, manageable um, uh, steps to take to get yourself out of the rut that you might be feeling right now. Um, I just realized I've taken half an hour of your time going through those. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I really do hope you've resonated with those. I'd love to hear your feedback and your thoughts as always. Jump over onto my socials at Haley underscore Morecambe and continue the conversation over there. Jump onto the post that I've advertised this episode and let me know your thoughts. I always, always love hearing what your thoughts are. Um, If you're feeling very kind, reviews just go so far with small business and podcasts like this. It means more people, um, it pops up in more people's search for a health and wellness podcast. So reviews are so important. Um, So if you feel very, very kind, 
mind today. Very generous. Um, I'd love for you to jump over to, to iTunes. Just scroll down to the bottom of this playlist and hit write a review. It takes like 30 seconds, submit, done. And then I see it on the other end and I do a little happy dance. <laughs> so thank you so much. And going back to the start, make sure you're jumping in on that introductory offer. It does. Hopefully you're not listening to this after August 30 um, because it's too late. But I mean, all the offices, offices, <laughs> all the offers are still there and there's plenty of ways to work with us, but just the introductory uh, to work together, but the introductory offer is no longer. Um, and it is back up to the rate that it should be because it is worth every cent. Um, the investment into your health is worth absolutely every cent. Sending you so much love and so much light. Mwah! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 